Would you? Would you? Um, I have. I have two. So you did acid, and now you want to give two, away clothes? I, I, have, I said you did acid. Now you want to give away your pants? Just because you're on acid doesn't mean when you see two things, there's actually two of them. You can't give away one. But you're not. Know that. Don't fix the floor on your own time. Yeah, thanks now. That's it. What a prick. Poor Eminem, like he like fucking dogged out women so bad. He's still alone. He's like 40, looking old as, or he's like 55 or 56 or 57 or something. Never said it in a one word. It's like 56, 57, 56, 57, 58, 59, whatever age he is right now. He's older and he's like wearing out. And I mean, he he dogged women so bad that like he's alone. <laughs> it doesn't look good for him. Like it doesn't look like he's gonna be able to find love. Like seriously. Seven surprisingly common ways to die in your sleep. Sleep. Next to eating a healthy diet and getting enough exercise, getting adequate sleep is a staple cornerstone to a healthy life. But did you know that sleeping can also be dangerous? Ow. There are actually a number of things that can go wrong when you close your eyes and slip into unconsciousness. And for some people, the danger is real enough that they never wake up again. Uh... In fact, according to an ancient Greek proverb, death and sleep are brothers. Death being the perfect fulfillment of sleep, and sleep being the imperfect embodiment of death. Sleep has, for the most part, always been seen as a passive, actively activity that our body performs on its own. But the truth is that our brain is actually quiet, quite active while we slumber. It is also true that there are many unanswered mysteries about sleep that modern scientists yet have to unravel. As it turns out, there are still some surprising and somewhat scary things going on when our conscious brains turn off and our bodies begin the sleeping state, and sometimes the results can be completely terrifying. Sudden cardiac arrest. How does it kill? It basically reduces the blood flow to the brain, and the scariest part of it, not only can it happen during sleep, but half of cases show no symptoms before the cardiac arrest occurs. Carbon monoxide poisoning. How does it kill? Basically. Enough of it builds up in a small enough space, breathing it can become toxic. Some of the symptoms are dizziness, weakness, a headache, and upset stomach. But what if it catches you while you're asleep? While people are asleep and often experience no symptoms, and they can die in their sleep before they even realize it. Myocardial infarction. The mitocardial infarction, more commonly known as heart attack, can happen during sleep. Central sleep apnea. Central sleep apnea is basically a disorder that causes sufferers breathing to stop and start repeatedly while they are unconscious. It happens when the brain doesn't send the proper electrical signals to the muscles that control the breathing mechanism. Believed to originate from a problem in the brainstem. How does it kill? Basically, in the case of apnea, it's bad enough. Hypoxemia may set in, which happens when oxygen levels in the body fall below those required for normal life function. That basically leads to oxygen deprivation. The brain is not able to rouse the body in enough time to take a breath. The prognosis can be fatal. That's what I was worried about what's going to happen to you. I've never seen, you had the worst sleep apnea I've ever seen. Unexplained nocturnal death syndrome. This is undoubtedly one of the more mysterious inclusions on our list. 
Unexplained nocturnal death syndrome, SUNS, was first reported in 1917. Since then, it has gained a pretty scary reputation in both textbooks and on dark corners of the internet. In the Philippines, they call it Bangungut, and in Hawaii, they call it dream disease. The exact cause of death among those who die of SUNS is actually still unclear, but the presentation always seems to be similar. It basically causes otherwise young, healthy individuals to die in their sleep for seemingly no reason. How does it kill? Scientists still aren't, aren't sure, but it tends to occur frequently in Southeast Asia. Researchers suspect a range of possible explanations from malfunctions of the ion channel to ventricular fibrillation. Cerebral aneurysm, cerebral aneurysm, also known as a brain aneurysm. Enterovirus D68. This is one of the more obscure entries on our list, but makes it no less terrifying. Enterovirus D68, EV D68, is the type of non-polio enterovirus that was first identified back in 62 but back in 2014 there was a huge increase in the number of reported cases leaving researchers to wonder if the virus was going to become more prominent in coming years than they had expected the scary thing that evd68 is that while it usually causes mild to severe respiratory illness symptoms yeah, I know it's loud. yeah and the part of the song is um, how does it kill? It can particularly severe, sever respiratory problems characterized by a high-pitched wheezing sound that has become a dreaded earmark of infection. It has also been associated with muscle weakness and spinal cord inflammation, which is perhaps even more terrifying than wheezing. Dying of the infection is not necessarily common, but sometimes the symptoms are dangerous enough to kill, even if the victim is asleep. Dry drowning. Most of us are aware that you can drown in the water. It seems like no-brainer, but a lot of people are not familiar with at all with the term dry drowning it means as it turns out it's a pretty horrific way to die basically the idea behind the danger is that if a t type of drowning that can occur even after the victim has left the water is technically still drowning but dry drowning is the term that has come to be used to describe though some doctors have argued for the dropping of said term it can occur when inhaled water even just a drop or two make it past the throat and into the lungs this usually causes symptoms but they are sometimes mild and easy to miss the scary thing is that the water can cause breathing problems that get worse over time. And in some cases, these breathing problems don't strike until hours or even days later after the victim has fallen asleep. So-called dry drowning is actually pretty rare when you look at the total deaths attributed to it. The Widowmaker Heart Attack While most heart attacks have a decent chance of waking up to victims before death occurs, the Widowmaker tends to be an exception. We have already mentioned that heart attacks in general once list. Destructive Sleep Apnea OSA is a sleep disorder that which the victim repeatedly stops and starts breathing. Apnea, and it turns out, is also probably the most likely reason that a person may die in their sleep. This type of sleep apnea is literally caused by an obstruction that blocks the airway, the obstruction usually caused by sagging throat muscles. Though the muscles and tissues of the tongue, alveola, tonsils, and soft palates can all play a part, it's estimated that many as 22 million Americans suffer from sleep apnea but that 80% of cases go undiagnosed, making it true silent killer. Wow, that was so interesting.
goal is the Illuminati and the Committee of 300. What the hell is the Committee of 300? Do you know? 300? I don't know. It happens. Does it have something to do with, like, the Navy? I know there's a gang called that. One, to establish new world order government with a unified church and monetary system under their direction. The one world government began to set up its church in 1920 and 30s for they realized it. The need for a religious belief inherent mankind must have an outlet and therefore set up a church, body to channel that belief and direction they desired, to bring about the utter destruction of all national identity and national pride, which was primary consideration of if the concept of the one world government was to work. Three, to engineer and bring about destruction of religion, and more especially the Christian religion, with one exception, their own creation as mentioned above. Four, to establish the ability to control each and every person through means of mind control, and what Zebnigov Brzezinski called technotronics, which would create human-like robots and a system of terror which would make Felix Dzatsky's red terror look like child, children at play. To bring about the end of all industrialization and to end the production of nuclear-generated electric power in what they call the most industrial zero-growth society, accepted are the computer and service industries. U.S. industries that remain will be exported to countries such as Mexico, where abundant slave labor is available. As we saw in 1993, this has become a fact through the passage of the North American Free Trade Agreement, known as NAFTA. Unemployables in the U.S. in the wake of industrial destruction will either become opium, heroin, and or cocaine addicts, or become statistics in the elimination of the excessive population process we know of today as Global 2000. To encourage and eventually legalize the use of drugs and make pornography an art form, which will be widely accepted and eventually become quite commonplace. To bring about depopulation of large cities. According to the trial run carried out by the Pol Pot regime in Cambodia, it is interesting to note that the Pol Pot's genocidal plans were drawn up in the U.S. by one of the Club of Rome's research foundations and overseen by Thomas Enders, a high-ranking State Department official. It is also interesting that the committee is currently seeking to reinstate the Pol Pot butchers in Cambodia. To suppress all scientific development, except for those deemed beneficial by the Illuminati, especially targeted, targeted as nuclear energy for peaceful purposes, particularly hated are the fusion experiments currently being scorned and ridiculed by the Illuminati and its jackals of the press development of the fusion torch would blow the Illuminati's conception of limited natural resources right out of the window. A fusion torch properly used could create unlimited and as yet untapped natural resources, even from the most ordinary substances. Fusion torches uses uh, our legion and would benefit mankind in a manner which has yet is not even remotely comprehended by the public. To cause by means of a limited wars in advanced countries, by means of starvation and disease in the third world countries, death of 3 billion people by the year 2050, people they call useless eaters, the committee of 300 Illuminati commissioned, Cyrus Vance to write a paper on the subject of how to bring about such genocide. The paper was produced under the Global 2000 report and was accepted and approved for action by former President James Earl Carter and Edwin Muskie, then Secretary of State for and and on behalf of the U.S. government under the terms of the Global 2000 report, the population of the U.S. 
is to be reduced by 100 million by the year 2050. To weaken the moral fiber of the nation and to... thus undermining and eventually destroying the family unit. In this regard, the committee commissioned Tavistock's Instituto Prepare Blueprint as to how this could be achieved. Tavistock directed Stanford Research to undertake the work under the direction of Professor Willis Harmon. This work later became known as the Aquarian Conspiracy. 11. To keep people everywhere from deciding their own destinies by means of one created crisis after another, and then managing such crises. This will confuse and demoralize the population to the extent where faced with too many choices, apathy on a massive scale will result in the case of the U.S. and Agency 2. An Agency 4 crisis management is already in place. It is called the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, whose existence I first enclosed in 1980. To introduce new cults and continue to boost those already functioning which include rock music gangsters such as the Rolling Stones, a gangster group much favored by European black nobility, and all of the Tavistock's created rock groups, which began with the Beatles. To continue to build up the cult of Christian fundamentalism, begun by the British East, Com East India Company, Servant Darby, which will be misused to strengthen the Zionist state of Israel by identifying with the Jews through the myth of God's chosen people and by donating very substantial amounts of money to what they mistakenly believe is a religious cause in the furtherance of Christianity. 14. To press for the spread of religious cults such as Muslim Brotherhood, Muslim Fundamentalism, the Sikhs, and to carry out mind control experiments of the Jim Jones and Son of Sam type, it is worth noting that the late Kohimini was a creation of British Military Intelligence Division 6 MI16, the detailed work spelled out a step-by-step -step process which the government implemented to Perkomani in power. To export religious liberations, ideas around the world so as to undermine all existing religions, but more especially the Christian religion. This began with the Jesuit liberation theology that brought to the end the Somoza family rule in Nicaragua, and which today is destroying El Salvador. Now 25 years into a civil war, Costa Rica and Honduras are also embroiled in revolutionary activities instigated by the Jesuits, one very active entity engaged in the so-called liberation theology is the communist-orientated Mark Knoll mission. This accounts for the extensive media attention to the murder of four of Mary Knoll's so-called nuns in El Salvador a few years ago. The four nuns were communist subs subversive agents and their activities were widely documented by the government of El Salvador. The U.S. press and the new media refused to give any space or coverage to the mass of the documentation possessed by the Salvadorian government, which proved that the Mary Knoll mission nuns were doing in the country. Mary Knoll is in service in many countries and placed a leading role in bringing communism to Rhodesia, Macadamia, Angolia, and South Africa. 
to cause a total collapse of the world's economies and engender total political chaos to take control of all foreign and domestic policies of the U.S. to give the fullest support to super supranational institutions such as the United Nations, the International Monetary Fund (IMF), the Bank of International Settlements, the World Court, and as far as possible make local institutions less effective by gradually phasing them out or bringing them under the mantle of the UN. 19. To penetrate this and subvert all governments and work from within them to destroy the sovereign integrity of the nations represented by them. To organize worldwide terrorist apparatus, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, ISIL, etc. And to negotiate the terrorists whenever ter ter terrorist activities take place. You'll be recalled that it was Bentino Craxi who persuaded the Italian and the U.S. governments to negotiate with the Red Brigades, kidnappers of Prime Minister Morrow, and General I don't Dozier. Still believe, all right? B E. Yeah. Uh, L I E F. Okay, whatever. I something in my brain started. I can't picture anything. To take control of education in America, with the intent and purpose of utterly and completely destroying it. By 1993, the full force effect of this policy is becoming apparent, and will even will be even more destructive. Primarily in secondary schools, begin teach outcome-based education. You know, there's a, a common problem where people come out of comas and they uh, know f a whole new language, like Spanish or Italian, or something like that. They don't know why. I think I can't see where the shit is. Or maybe it's in the right here. My fucking camera is fucking... 
Really draw it. Really draw it. Really The hell's sex magic? Sex magic is disgusting. But not disgusting as in like, it's good for some things, like it's good for some things that are really interesting. And, and, and if you know how to, like I said, if you're empowered for yourself, and you don't steal other people's powers, just like basically you're empowered for yourself, so you wouldn't steal anybody else's. Then you can be entrusted with sex magic. Sex magic is something that you have to be in confidence with, and in tune with your sexual nature, transmuting things, you know, like, and then, then you manifest, like, then you manifest, like, on a huge scale, like, um, um, well, this thing here says, it's, uh, says, uh, what he came across sex magic in the context of my tantric studies and teacher training a number of years ago. Yeah, so then he's into Tantra, so then he's pretty much balanced. He's pretty good at balance. That is when I learned about the power of sexual energy as a creative force and how to cultivate and channel that energy. I learned to marry my orgasmic energy with an intention to manifest what I wanted to bring into reality. The business of creating our reality has been, of course, brought into the spotlight via the popularization of the law of attraction. Through the movie, The Secret, as promoted by modern success leaders as such as Jack Canfield, Abraham Hicks, Joe Vitale and many others. While these leaders teach about how to direct desire and raise emotional vibration in order to achieve one's goals, they don't speak, however, to the power of sexual desire used to fuel used to fuel to have our wildest dreams come true. This is the secret beyond the secret. Sex magic, as my colleagues and friends Baba Nez Nicoles and Kamala Devi wrote in their book Sexual Healing, The Shaman Method of Sex Magic. So let's look more deeply at what's meant by sex magic. Baba Dez and Kemal's take on it is that sex magic is a spiritual practice that uses sexual desires to manifest tangible effect in the physical world. One of the most powerful experiences that we have as a human being beings is orgasmic energy. And if we can pair with intent, then we can direct the most powerful manifestation force available on earth. Be healthy, be loving. Get daily tips for leading a healthy and compassionate life delivered in your inbox. Let's listen to another master in the field of sex magic. 
She wrote a whole book on it called The Art of Sexual Magic. The author, of course, is Margot Anand, one of the pioneers of the modern tantra movement in the West. She writes, basic principles of sexual magic are generating sexual energy as a fuel or power for making magic and realizing your personal goals. By planting the seeds of your deepest desires in states of heightened orgasm, you create the alchemy through which they become reality. In this post, I'd like to offer a practical approach to sex magic so you at home can explore via solo or partner practice as you see it fit. The steps I am suggesting here for you, sex magic ritual, apply to both doing the practice by yourself or with your partner. Seven steps. How to feel your dreams in reality. Create a space where you are undisturbed for an hour. This is time. This is a time for you to cherish yourself and your partner. Make this a sacred ritual. Set the room up with candles and flowers. Have your favorite music playing, supporting a serene and meditative state. Two, come into conscious breathing in a sitting position. The breath allows energy flow effortlessly throughout your body and between partners. The breath assists in channeling your sexual energy in the sex magic ritual. To learn more about conscious breathing, you may want to check out Tantra Nova's found Foundational Practices CD. If you are with your partner, breathe together in a synchronized way. Set an intention. Reflect on what you'd like to create in your family, work, family, intimate relationships, and partners. Listen to each other. Uh, acknowledge any concerns, fears, or discomfort you may experience by acknowledging that what's there for you often lessens the charge. This allows for a sense of being heard and feeling safe. To raise your energy, lie down and come back to conscious breathing. Breathe your energy from your sexual center up to your crown center of the inhalation and back down again. Touch yourself or each other to arouse your senses. Keep listening to yourself and to each other. Keep breathing while circulating your energy within yourself as well as with your partner. Let the orgasmic energy flow without climaxing. While riding the wave of orgasmic flow, joy called uh, force energy, stay in the flow as long as you like, you can. The ritual is particularly powerful if you don't climax. This way the energy gets channeled into your creation. Slow down, come to stillness, keep breathing and circulating within or with your partner. Upon completion, Acknowledge to yourself or share with your partner how you feel and what's showing up for you. Any comments, thoughts, questions, scroll down and use the comment section. See, I always wonder why it was so like, uh, why if I thought about sex or felt like having sex or was masturbating, it would invoke such violence in people to attack me, right? I always wondered why that was. But he put it in the subconscious to do that. Who did? The person that was like manipulating things everybody like there's a number of the entities right there's a lot of them so they would like they would inflict people in their minds and how to attack people like especially ones that they found very threatening why am i so threatening because like you had uh you were part of the ability of the empaths to get rid of them <coughs> completely right like to move them on to a different plane so like you were like nope i'm not allowed I wonder what five messages the universe is sending us through butterflies. NetSuite Cloud ERP is a shared database that allows different groups within your... Messages the universe is sending through butterflies. Did you know that there are whooping 750,000 species of butterflies in the United States alone? These lovely creatures not only lend beauty to the world around us, but are also responsible for a lot of pollination that goes on in the world's flowers. Anyway, we aren't here to discuss science and nature. The butterfly had captured man's imagination early on from as soon as he could observe the nature all around him. Metamorphosis of the caterpillar, a vermiform 
creature into something as beautiful and delicate as a lovely little butterfly has always been taken up as an important metaphor literature and culture because of the sheer simplicity the caterpillar like the ugly duckling of the fable struggles and shuts itself off to emerge as a beautiful butterfly as a result there are many spiritual connotations that have been attached to the butterfly as well many cultures and mythologies reverve it as something sacred holy and symbolic for example it's an old bengali saying that butterflies herald wedding bells and if one lands on your home it brings love and romance in your life let's look at five messages that your spiritual journey should begin return or resurrection if you are grieving or mourning the loss of someone something or simply a bond attachment that you were very proud of a butterfly sighting can just be a signal from your lost love one stating that they are returning in some form or the other in your life or simply that this is not the end of your journey you have to carry on on your own metal from now on they trust you to not let them and yourself down three a guardian angel the spiritual realm often has benevolent beings that only seek to protect and nurture a human being they have no ulterior motive in mind nor do they have any hidden agenda one of the ways in which guardian angels talk to you is by sending butterflies your way they herald news that cannot be conveyed in <coughs> conventional ways the start of a new era in the fields of romance and creativity butterflies stand for both and almost all shamanic cultures and five action you've been in your own cocoon for long enough the world wants to see your plumes and you deserve to fly so do yourself and the world around you a favor and go for it yeah ten disturbing facts about facebook Ever since the Edward Snowden incident, people are suspicious of major online companies such as Facebook and Google. We know they are collecting lots of data, only Facebook knows how much data they collected on their users. But estimates peg the number of about 500 terabytes per day. A terabyte is a lot. The average 720p movie is about 1 gigabyte. The sheer scale of data mining is impressive, but what they can do with this data is more impressive or creepy depending where you sit on the meg megalithic scale. Facebook is a part of everyday life, and is that a good thing? There are 10 disturbing facts about Facebook to help you decide. Facial recognition. When a friend tags in a photo of face, the information is added to Facebook's giant stack data. The social network has an AI bot that sifts through all this data to do pattern matching with your face. Facebook algorithm is so good that they claim to have an accuracy of 98%. With every, with every newly uploaded photo, they get better at pattern matching faces. The question now becomes, how long we have until Facebook sells this information to retailers. Remember the scene in Minority Report when Tom Cruise is in the shop that changes what is on the mannequin based on what they know about him? Facebook knows where you are at all times. If you have Facebook Messenger app, chances are that you didn't tell it to stop sharing your location. It's not a bad thing if you want Facebook to know where you are, but what about other people? What if the stalker wanted to track you down and follow you? Could they use Facebook Messenger? One programmer investigated the and created a simple Chrome plugin called Marauder's Map. The name refers to a map Harry Potter had in Hogwarts and allowed him to see where everyone has in the castle. Marauder's Map was capable of giving the exact coordinates of friends who used Messenger. By looking at a simple map, the programmer was able to identify exactly where his friends were. In response, Facebook disabled location sharing from the Messenger app. However, that doesn't mean they aren't collecting that data. 
using Facebook makes you feel worse. The more you use a Facebook, the worse you will feel. Heavy use of social media has been shown to cause a host of different problems, including decreased face-to-face relationships, increased sedentary behavior, and erosion of self-esteem through unfavorable social comparison. Studies carried out by Yale showed that the use of Facebook had a substantial impact on mental health. The activity of liking others' content and clicking links predicted a self-reported decrease in physical health, mental health, and life satisfaction. When it comes to Facebook, people carefully tailor what is presented to show the highlights of their life and omit the downsides. Others who are browsing someone's profile feel worse when they are comparing themselves to that person's highlights. Facebook creates an echo chamber for your viewers. After the election, Donald Trump and the recent Brexit crisis, people were quick to turn and blame towards Facebook, Google, and curating fake news articles. The evidence was so strong that even the CEO of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, had to make a promise to filter out fake news sites more on users not to be swayed by different websites. The mainstream media focused on fake news probably because it was competing with them, but failed to mention the other problems people faced with Facebook, what is referred to as the filter bubble. Facebook's main aim is to get you to spend lots of time on their platform. If you read the above entry, you might now think this is a bad for your health. It's also bad for your in- in- intellect. Facebook gets you to stay around by curating what they think you will like to see. The problem with this is that, for example, if you are a left-wing political supporter, you will never see content showing the positive aspects of right-wing politics, and the same principle holds if you're right-wing. This filter bubble also makes it seem that the political party you support is more popular than they are, even if they're not. Despite the mission of bringing people together, this aspect of Facebook make may be driving them apart. Facebook negatively influences people with eating disorders, a small study with 84 college women shows that it does, likely indicate body dissatisfaction. Facebook makes lonely people feel even more lonely. Facebook knows more about you than you think. Uh, yeah, Facebook engages in political censorship. Facebook will happily sell your data. Facebook knows when you're sleeping. Doesn't know when I'm sleeping. <coughs> What is the three straight triangle? Truly bizarre incidents from the base straight triangle. There are seemingly certain parts of the world where strange things are seen and even stranger things happen. The base straight triangle is one of those places. This mysterious part of the world runs from the southern coast of Victoria in Australia over the stretch of water that is the Bass Strait and into the mysterious regions of Tasmania. While most of the bizarre accounts on our list are connected to the Bass Strait itself, several times these encounters have seemingly wandered onto the mainlands. Perhaps the most famous of these incidents is the case of Fred Valentich. While that has been covered here before, the first two points on our list share bizarre connections to the famous case, so that's where we'll start. The invisible plane encounter of Jason Manifold. On the same day that Fred Valentich disappeared October 21, 1978, Roy Manifold would capture a picture shown above of a strange object in the sky over the base strait. Whether the object is a picture, it's connected. The Valentich's disappearance or not is open to debate, but it is considered to be a genuine picture. Is that 
there has been no manipulation of the image. Roy's son Jason was with his father on the evening in question. He says that while his father had gone inside his shed after taking the picture, Jason remained outside watching the sky. Although he didn't see anything, he could hear the sound of a plane engine overhead. Instead of gradually fading off into the distance, however, the engine suddenly came to a stop, as if someone had turned the radio off. Then there was nothing but silence. Manifold believes that what he heard was connected to the disappearance of Valentich. What makes his seemingly trivial detail all the more intriguing is that it comes up again in our next strange encounter, which coincidentally or not happened almost 44 years to the day previously. <coughs> Miss Hubbard. In October 1934, while crossing the Bay Strait in perfect weather conditions for flying, the airliner Miss Hobart would vanish without trace. There was 11 people on board, 9 passengers and 2 pilots. Neither they nor even the smallest amount of wreckage was ever discovered despite extensive searches by military aircraft and vessels. Aviation experts both at the time and today believe the loss of Miss Hubbard to be a genuine mystery, not least due to the D. Havilland DH-86 aircraft, example picture above, being one of the most advanced of its era, it made use of four independent engines, with the likelihood of all four engines failing at the same time, even time being almost universally dismissed. Even if that had happened, the plane was designed so that it should have been able to be guided to an emergency landing. The last transmission from the Miss Hobart spookily shares a detail with that of Jason Manifold's account. The crew allegedly claimed they could hear the sound of a plane around them, and there were even several reports of an aerial machine coming toward them. They then reported that the humming sound had suddenly stopped. Nothing more was heard from the from the Miss Hobart after that. The Lona incident, almost a year following the disappearance of Miss Hobart airliner, another plane. The Loena would vanish while traveling from Melbourne to Tasmania. The aircraft had just radioed and control the control tower in Tasmania to say it was preparing to make its approach to land when it suddenly went silent. It carried three passengers and two pilots. While none of the five people on board were ever located, a search of the waters did recover some minimal wreckage. Three of the plane seats were discovered, as well pieces of the patrol tank. Perhaps most intriguing, however, was a small piece of the floor of the plane there appeared to be a burned patch only several centimeters wide. Further analysis suggests that the area had been in flames and other material appeared to show someone had tried to intense, tense, intensely stamp it out. Whether this small detail had anything to do with the fate of the plane is unknown. SS Amelia J. In 1920, while sailing into the Bay Strait, the SS Amelia J disappeared without a trace shortly after entering the infamous stretch of water. The Australian military would conduct an extensive search of the area. However, two of the military aircraft involved in such also vanished. Perhaps strangest about the incident were the reports of strange lights being in the skies over the Bay Strait. Although this is perhaps the first strange occurrence in the Bay Strait to be connected with potential UFO activity, two other very similar accounts took place in the 1900s. In 1901, 22 crew members vanished into thin air, along with SS Federal in the Bay Strait. And five years later, 1906, the Ferdinand Fischer, a German cargo ship, met a similar fate as it made its way to the coast of Tasmania. Westall UFO. Although the following incident isn't immediately linked to the Bay Strait, given the fact that it happened near the northern coast of the Bay Strait Triangle, and that descriptions of the object mat match other accounts of UFOs over the stretch of water in question, it would be perhaps a little short-sighted to not include this and in our next entry on our list. On April 6, 1966, 
Multiple Melbourne school children and school staff witnessed a huge disc-shaped object come into view and calmly make its way over their heads and to the trees next to the cricket field where they had been playing. The children would follow the object for several minutes before it vanished over the trees and out of sight. Perhaps more intriguing were several reports from other witnesses who stated that the larger craft was tailed by five other independent craft, either giving chase or acting as guide units, depending on which report you listen to. It is still one of the Australia's most well-known UFO cases on record. The Bruni Island Disappearance Anyone who has been in Australian television know the catering incident will perhaps be aware that many parts of the, sh- of the show's story lines are based in part on real-life accounts, particularly of life in Tasmania along the coast of the Bay Strait. The show's co-creator, Vicky Maiden, has stated that she experienced many strange incidents in the area while growing up there. Strange lights were often seen coming from the Bay Strait, and over the treetops or even from one of the 50-something islands that reside within the strait itself. There is also the question of the sheer amount of people who go missing, seemingly vanishing into thin air. Perhaps the strangest, however, is that of the young woman who went missing from Bruni Island. Following her sudden disappearance, investigators were discovered that none of her belongings had been taken, and that her room was left as if she had been coming back to it that evening as normal. Her purse, full of money, was also discovered. In short, there was nothing to indicate that she had been planning on leaving. As investigators widened, reports began to emerge of strange lights being seen in the area on the evening in question. Whether or not there is a connection to the Bruni Island woman's disappearance is in open to debate. 1978 Tasmania Victoria UFO Wave Whether there is a connection or not is unclear, but in the immediate weeks before and following the Fred Balotich encounter, a wave of strange sightings broke out across the coastlines of uh, Tasmania Victoria. For example, on October 9th, a husband and wife witnessed a bright light above them that actually came down to the level of their car, maintaining pace beside them as they drove. Exactly a month later, in Hobart, a taxi driver was suddenly forced to slam on his brakes due to a strange green glow in the middle of the road. His communication radio also went out. By the time he had returned his gaze to the road, the green object was nowhere to be seen. On November 21st in Sanford, a woman reported a doorway of light suddenly appearing in front of her property. Perhaps even stranger, she could see through the doorway to her driveway on the other side. This this last account, as crazy as it sounds, is very similar to both ancient texts and other contemporary accounts that speak of portals or gateways to other dimensions. The Disappearance of the Charleston In December 1979, a yacht Charleston, along with five crew members, would vanish without a trace while sailing along the Bass Strait. The yacht was scheduled to arrive in Sydney for New Year's Eve. However, after several days with no contact and no arrival, search planes were sent out in a desperate buy to find the apparently stricken vessel. Nothing of the boat or the people on board was ever discovered. There are plenty of theories as to what might have happened, though. Some suggest that due to an increase in wind around the time the ship disappeared, it was possible that damage could have been inflicted upon the mast or perhaps a loose container from the main many ships passing through the area had damaged the rudder. If this was the case, it's possible that the yacht could have drifted as far as islands to the south of New Zealand. Interestingly, in their absolute desperation for information, family members of the crew even visited a clairvoyant who stated the crew had come upon an island south of their last known location. The yacht's fate, however, is still a mystery to this day. World War II accounts. As you imagine, there were numerous accounts of strange events in the Bass Strait during World War II. However, when it was considered that there were no official reports of any enemy fighters even entering the strait perhaps it is even it is a little stranger that 17 military planes were lost in this stretch of water during that year war years alone 
There were also other less fatal incidents. In 1944, a strange dark shadow came out of nowhere and flew beside a Bristol Beaufort bomber for almost 20 minutes over the Bass Strait. Then, without warning, it shot upward at an amazing pace and vanished. Two years earlier, in 1942, an Australian fighter pilot took his plane over the Bass Strait after orders to investigate reports of strange lights made by fishermen. As he surveyed the area, a huge bronze disc came out of the clouds and sat alongside the plane for several moments before vanishing as quickly as it had appeared. Pre-20th century accounts. There are many reports of ships vanishing in the Bass Strait during the 19th century. In fact, the first recorded incident appears to be the disappearance of the Eliza in 1797. Yes, that's a bit before the 19th century. The vessel was part of a salvage operation for the Sydney Cove, which had recently become wreckage, wrecked on the rocky coast. The Eliza seemingly vanished off the face of the earth during the rescue attempt. In 1858, the British ship HMS Sapoa met of same fate as it ventured into the Strait's apparently deadly waters. A similar event took place 12 years later when the Harlech Castle disappeared, taking all 23 crew members with her. There are very likely hundreds of other examples that haven't been recorded. If there is something in this stretch of water, perhaps some naturally occurring phenomenon that, is, that we simply don't yet understand, it is unlikely to be recent occurrence that more likely has been happening for centuries. That's the reasons for the absolute bounty of ships, planes, and even people that have gone missing over the years in the Bass Strait Triangle is uncovered. More mysterious incidents are likely to continue to happen for many years into the future. How many chakras are there? What? It says the aura and 12 chakras. I thought there were seven. Uh, yeah, but there's, remember I told I know, you. I know there's more, but I'm just yeah. wondering. There's like, actually there's like probably like, let's see, seven and 14. And then you have 15, 16, 17, 18. And then 19, 20. That's just in the body. 20 that I know for sure that's in the body. Well, like 27 that's definitely in the body that's like the first beginners and then you have the ones that are outside of the body which is like mostly like where you get your finances your dream world your um your 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 chakra that sits above your head that's pretty meditative and calm it doesn't judge or anything it's like free-flowing there's one that's the earth star and then the collective in the earth star and like basically and then those are the the other ones, there's ones for, fi yeah, it says finances, and then there's ones for dreams, and then there's one for, um, like, other types of, like, ways to connect. But then, like, then also your energy chakras can go, like, one layer, two layer outside the body, and then on each direction, three, four layers outside the body. And then you get one that goes rippling around in circles like this, and then another one that goes rippling around in circles like that. I think one goes up and down like this, too. Um, and then another one this way. There's one direct one, and then one the other direct one. I'll read to you about necromancy. Necromancy, the art of calling dead. Necromancy, the art of calling dead, the darkest of the dark arts, is without doubt necromancy. The old method of communication... Mm, yeah, that's like it's biased though, right? Mm -hmm. What's biased? Like, they have biasm in necromancy. Necromancy is not always bad. Just so you know, and it's they, not about calling dead. They never dead. once said it was bad. Yeah, How about I just read it to you? They said that it's evil, dark arts. That means evil. Yep, and then and also calling the dead. It's like it's not about calling the dead. It's it's even in life. Okay, necromancy has to do with control of the spirits and takes its name from the Greek word necro, which means dead, and mancia, which means div divination. Necromancy can be divided into two main branches. 
divination with ghosts and divination with corpses. The second method has led to the ex exhumation of corpses and theft of tombs for spooky spells certain wizards and witches considered necessary for the effective performance of the magical arts. Necromancy is a very old universal practice that only a brave and experienced sorcerer has any chance to run successfully. Always regarded as extremely dangerous because it involves not only a pact with the devil, but it is believed that the astral body has a strong desire to live again, and could be absorbing the energy of life of living beings extent their life indefinitely. Therefore, unless appropriate precautions have been taken, the sorcerer could result in grave danger. To invoke the dead sorcerer, to invoke the dead sorcerer needs to enlist the help of powerful spirits, both for their own protection as to compel the body or ghost to submit to his will. A spell from the ancient Greeks appealed to the powers of the power, powerful core Persephone, Ezekiel, Adonis, Hermes, Thoth to submit to the dead. According to the ritual described by Seneca, Secacia, the Roman playwright, the inv inv invocation of the dead not only implies a fire, but also blood-soaked altar. Essences and aromas should be used by their powerful influences. Some elaborate preparations include a careful study of the positions of the planets and the moon and the influence of Saturn. The site of the necromancy has to be chosen with care. The most favorable is a lonely crossroad, a vault, a ruin, a little haunted forest, or a happy space. Once you have decided in favor of the procedure, you should draw a series of concentric circles of power on the ground, on which are inscribed crosses and other symbols together with holy names of God. The circles should be blessed and consecrated with the magician and his assistants standing in the, its center, protected by a holy names of any danger. Then the wand in hand. The sorcerer calls for the dead to rise using names of power. Some sorcerers have suggested the need for some attempt of identification between the living and the dead, such as the presence of a portrait or a piece of bread that would be invited to the ghost to consume. In his invocation, the wizard calls the dead by name, and if it succeeds, it will face the ordeal of a ghost screaming and far falendo of rage by having been forced against their will to return to the realm of the living. Sometimes the dead appear in form of furious raging beasts on the circle and threaten to destroy the sorcerer into pieces. Necromancy is not an easy thing, as you'll see. When the dead finally decide to submit to the will of the sorcerer, often turns into a naked man who is ready to respond to the questions asked him. After the operation, it is necessary to say goodbye to the dead, who usually go away through clouds of sulfur. In any case, the sorcerer must exit the magic circle before this protection. It is also to get rid of all the flowers of the place that then burn them. To bury the ashes deep in the earth, the entire operation is full of terrible dangers because the slightest deviation from ritual could involve the destruction of the practitioner and even cause injuries in his soul. Tutorial of Necromancy as invoke a spirit of a tomb. Under normal circumstances, the dead don't come back as ghosts. If they do so, there must be a special reason. It follows that if a living person you want to communicate with the dead on their own terms, we need to have more elaborate precautions to magic offer, offers as an insurance agent become victim of the righteous anger of the ghosts. In addition, there is always a possibility that summoned ghost is not anything other than a disguised demon. The necromancy of cemetery. A specialized branch of the technique requires a special method. As the hour of midnight arrives, the sorcerer, having finished the preliminary rites, 
intones this sepulchral voice, the dead rise and come to me. Then moves the cemetery, spreading the land of the cemetery to it to its around. To call summoning the dead from the grave, he screams, Ego Sampito to Ento something. To bid farewell to the dead order, then go back to the realm of the chosen. Some occultists maintain the view that the sorcerer to call the spirits of the dead not actually summon the ghosts by the astral corpse. That's it. I wrote these letters. I wrote, <clears throat> just in case I like had to do the, I got, I got to do the part. And the stalkers probably. I'm not sure if the stalkers will come back in or not. So I was like. <laughs> yeah, I really want to gamble that I just didn't I know we can go back and... I Okay, <coughs> now can you send that, put that on my computer classes? Okay. Okay, yeah, to tell... Hey, what's the C? That's the, uh, what's the number? Okay, I love you, baby. I'll call you back, okay? I'll call you right back. Okay, I'll send you one too. That's cool.
Crystal's been bitter at me fucking my whole life, so I'm not gonna expect her to change overnight, that's for sure. <sighs> I went to the river valley today and I did this fucking ritual. That's mm -hmm. why I got the burn on my fucking arm. Mm -hmm. Someone fucking felt like they fucking had such a casual life they should go jogging around like in my fucking neighborhood. Well, that would be the last time they go jogging, okay, because when Nancy Kerrigan fucking showed up, that's how it goes down, okay? That's what the fucking's gonna keep happening. And, uh, I don't go up anywhere fucking find that fucking snipe. But he fucking had a long way to crawl. On one leg. I'm sure he'll be able to get up. He didn't hit him hard enough, that's what I think. Fuck, man. Crystal. Better not be spilling those fucking things. Fucking, I'd left a Molotov cocktail at the fucking Seb. My backyard's gone. Fucking pricks. The fuck would they take it for? You know what I mean, white boy? If you see a Molotov cocktail, then run. Just fucking leave it. Obviously, it's important, right? Stupid Chinese fucking people. Oh, don't leave your Molotov truck down the fucking ledge of the store, right? Fuck those guys, man. Fuck those Give me the fucking thing back, you fucking rats. Ah, you can't fucking take Molotov cocktails from people in this neighborhood, are you stupid? That's 
on the fucking ledge. Just leave it there. Obviously, I forgot it. I'll come back and get it, right? It's like, yeah, take fucking the one Molotov cocktail. I got five fucking more of that can. Some do you guys? No. Fucking dummies probably don't even know how to make one. All you guys know how to do is fucking punch cash registers and fucking sweep floors. So we are, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll do a hot rail. Under morning conditions. Mention the Molotov cocktails to the 7-Eleven staff because I don't fucking think they fucking understand why it is they don't fucking keep their hands off the fucking things. Any weapons found outside the store. Or in the store. You know what I mean? Which system are we in? We're in the ga we're in the Milky Way, right? Yeah, we're in that galaxy, yeah. We're in the Milky Way galaxy? That's one. That's one you gotta watch out for. Backseat of your rover. Let's hit some news. Snooze. Snoozy snooze. Get some news. What? Snooze. Get some candy. It must have been a fucking alien tree or something I fell out of, man. What's that? It must have been an alien tree I fell out of. There's RA tree, buddy. Fuck off. It's alive. Alien, same Stuff. thing. RA means aliens, obviously. Our aids. <coughs> Do you want to fucking die? <coughs> Who said that? I died about it. Activate the RA member tree. Roger's stuck in the house, and, uh, already members are all fucking hanging around. Pretty soon, I'm thinking they're gonna make a move. Okay. Well, they're not gonna hang around for no reason, right? You know what I mean? I don't think they have to. 
something. You're not going to fucking just waste all that time. Right? What else could they be doing? Like, what? I don't know. Trying to figure out their best way to give us big hugs and how to approach us about our feelings. I just wish we already knew how to approach those guys without talking about their feelings. Send them a Hallmark card. Tell them we need peace. You know about them. What do you think you're doing it for? Because <coughs> they want to be friends? Mm. I'm sure that's what they want to be. They've always been pretty friendly. sell drugs? I do what I can. I do what I can. I'm getting an island in space, Kilo. I'm like living in an island in space right now. I'm manifesting it. So my island's in space and I got a boat that goes there. I beat you, okay? I beat you to that. Well, I didn't think you were going to fucking have Oh, it. I already made I it. didn't think you were going to have any problems doing that. <laughs> it's, it's totally fake. I'm like, I'm going to like, try. It's totally fake. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, I said it's totally made already. Manifested an island in space. I got a boat made out of the bathtub. I, I wasn't to, like, trying to. <laughs> I wasn't trying to do anything like that, okay? <laughs> what are you doing then? I gotta make one better than you. I know that. I'm trying to fucking figure out how to make a real big pipe bomb. Oh, that's boring. It's not that boring. I can't see you. Well, my one. island's pretty cool. I have no boom. My island's gonna be infinite. It has the original characters of the movie in it, too. I'm gonna, <laughs> I would like to become the Big Bang. That way I can experience everything. <laughs> big Bang? Hmm. It's like a disturbing. Yeah, okay. You can, you can like, you can make your own little, like, paradise island that is all about destruction. Um, okay. I don't want to destroy things, Crystal.
broke my bat. You know what a cosmic manifester is? Cosmic manifester. Uh, he's the yeah. guy who's doing the Phoenix they, like, program. Have a wave, and then mm-hmm. and behind the wave, all of a sudden, ah, oh, they manifest it just like that. He's a check-in rat, and I don't fucking like him. That's us. That's who we are. Oh, solid. You need to get off this program. Fucking canceling the Phoenix program tomorrow. I'm going fucking off grid. I used to have, like, contests with my little sister, like, when we were kids, about what we can manifest, what we could dream about. What's the coolest thing you can dream about today? And you guys thought about marshmallows. No, we thought about, I thought about, like, a don't, like, a really cool, like, donut. well, like, kind of like a, like, this cool, like, uh, biosphere, I told her. And, like, it had a tiger in it and a rainbow and, like, like, you could, like, all kinds of stuff. It was really cool. Everybody suffocated and it was, like, cool. No, it was a biosphere. It was, it was like, something that you could, like, live with and, and, and anywhere you wanted to go with it. We used to like have like contests like with our, each other every day, building and ma- manifesting in our minds like that. She's like, "Oh, really? You thought of that?" It's like, "Oh, I just thought about like a, you know." And she and then she ends up manifesting the biggest life, right? <laughs> yeah. Like Jackie and Bowman, like they were they sucked. Sucked everything. Yeah.
you got that? And then we got some other okay, stuff hey, in the mic. Like what, what do you think? What do you think? Bring in fucking this. Can you imagine? Why don't you just call me telepathy? I, I need because I can't to talk to you. Start talking to each other tele- telepathically, please. I can't do it. I can't stand using words I anymore. I can't talk to you, but I just want to know what can you talk to me about. Okay. Huh? I can. I, I, I know where I can talk to Let me just rent it.
Um, there was a day put in the clock on the computer, and that's on there today.
Mr. Where is that shit, man? Where is that beachy shit? 